0: how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know that this love surpasses knowledge, and that you may be filled the, to the measure of all the fullness of God. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. I don't have a stool, so I guess it fits the text today, so we're going to go ahead and let us bow. Lord, we just want to say thank you. We thank you. Before we ask for anything, we just thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy, your kindness, your patience. Lord, we just want to say thank you. Now it's that time, Father God, that your people have gathered to hear not from me, but to hear from thee, Lord. So I ask that you would move me completely out of the way, Father God. That your word would be seen and that I would be hidden behind the cross, Father God. Preach as only you can, Father God. Use this vessel as you see fit. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Um, just so blessed to be here. Um, as you know, the weather is crazy right now. It's up and down. Um, and one thing is I, I just, it's been, yesterday, still with my wife, I said I went 14 hours without using my inhaler, which um, has been a challenge for me. I went out to Palm Springs, and as we were coming back into Sacramento, uh, it was extremely windy, which I didn't expect, and um, that led to using my inhaler and nebulizer And at home, feeling like, I need an oxygen tank next, amen, you know, so uh, God has been uh, faithful, and um, this morning I woke up. Went to reach for it just out of habit now. Reached reach for my inhaler and I said, You know what? Oh, all right. Okay, Lord. I see what you, I see what's going on. Okay, it's going to be one of them mornings. All right. Um, and also, I just want to thank my teens, man. My teens. Can we clap it up for my teens over there in the corner? All teens over here. Appreciate y'all. You know, I know you're grown now, but you're still one of my teens. Hey, Amen. I'm, I'm grown now. What you, ain't no teen no more. Uh, but um, just thank you. Thank you for dealing with me. Uh, as I try to figure this thing out. And um, this morning, uh, just feeling so, so excited just to be uh, in front of you all because it wasn't promised. Like today was not promised. And sometimes we can live as if it is. Like we wake up, we go on our day, it's like, it's guaranteed. uh, But it's not. And so when we understand that God has been gracious to us and that he's uh, permitted us to see this day, it really shifts your perspective and what uh, and allows you to value and appreciate life uh, in a new lens. So let's get into that recap. All right, I don't have a lot of time, so let's recap um, the text. Uh, the last time we were in 1 Corinthians chapter nine, uh, we talked about verses 15 to 23. And uh, pastor, I want to uh, share some of the extractions that you shared with us from the text. And it said, and you said uh, last time, two weeks ago. We get so focused on being right that we miss what's right. I, I will. You know, we get so focused on being right that we miss what's right. And uh, we, as we looked into that text, Paul was talking about it was his right, right, to uh, use, uh, to get support from the ministry. It was his right and you said that sometimes we can get so caught up in it's the right thing, right? I deserve this, but we miss what's right. We miss the right thing. Um, and that spoke to me. Uh, you also shared again that, that story about, you know, you were in an argument, or you, you, you were about to argue with yourself, because I know you, you know better. Um, <laughs> but you told yourself to shut up. And uh, Nathan told himself a couple times this week to shut up shut up Nathan just just shut up uh, pastor shut up um, and then you said ministry is spiritual not transactional ministry is spiritual not transactional and um, we can constantly get caught up in trying to do what's right I do this you do this for me and that's not how God set this thing up because you said furthermore that um we are constantly looking for what's fair and you said that fair would be us dying for our own sin. <laughs> we want what's fair, but fair would be you dying for your own sin. No, I don't want that. No, you, Jesus, keep that on the cross. Um, but we want what's fair in our relationships or at work, right? We, want what, we fight for what's fair. Our country, we fight for what's fair. But as we look into the text, we see that it wasn't fair. The way Christ died for our sin, there was nothing fair about it. And now we have the privilege to be um, seen as righteous because of what he did on Calvary. It's now imputed onto us, right? And we didn't do anything to deserve it, right? You just get to be, and you get to bask in God's presence because of what Christ did for your sin. So just thinking about it, I'm like, wow, this, this relationship is really unbalanced. It's imbalanced, like God... Did all the work and was just like, you know what, Eric, I'm going to just, you know what, I know you're not right. I know you got your issues, but you know what, I'm still going to love you. You know what, I, I, in spite of it all, I still love you. I'm going to die for you. And not only this, right, once we come to know Christ, we come to know him, right, and then we, we praise and we do all, and that's great. We do all that, and he's, and, and then we like, I'm going to change my life, and we don't, right? We're like, I'm going to change my life now. God die for me, and then we still Sin and fall short. And God knew that, but he still went to the cross. We want what's fair, but fair would be dying for our own sin. Uh, Paul addressed the Corinthians about his biblical right in receiving support from the church. Uh, But we see that Paul forfeited this right so that the gospel wouldn't be hindered. uh, Paul forfeited this right so that the gospel wouldn't be hindered. You know, because people can be so fickle, like the weather, like, you know, this weather... Some of y'all, you bundled up, you get your goose down, you walk outside, and then the sun come out, and it's 90 degrees, you're like, what? Like, what is going on, right? So people can be fickle just like the weather, and Paul understood that, and he talked about like, so you know what? I'm going to forfeit my right. I'm not, asking, I'm not asking for anything. I'd rather die than let anybody deprive me of this boast because what I'm doing is not really me. So how can I really boast in it? And, you know, I, I really love God. And so I want to compare that to our pastor, right? I want to, I want to talk about him at first later right now while they can hear us, amen? amen. And so as, as I looked at that, and I was thinking, I was like, wow, listen to this message. And pastor, you said, you, said, you know what? I could, me and the wife could be on Tahiti eating bonbons. <laughs> right? We could be, but instead... We've decided to be here. We've worked for years, retired, and now we've planted ministry because we love God. And they don't get paid. Now, Lord, I was like, (laughs) whoo. I done done had to set some meetings up. I done set up some meetings. I done been to places by myself. Pastor, you told me to be there, all right? And I'm the only one there. And you do this on a daily basis. You and first lady do this on a daily basis. All right, I want to get everybody together. It rains. You know what, pastor? I ain't going to make it. It's wet outside. Fickle. But he, he's so focused on the gospel that this doesn't distract him from what God has called him to do. So just like Paul forfeited his rights right? You deserve to be in Tahiti. You deserve to be in Hawaii. You deserve that. But you forfeited your right to be here to, de- to deal with us. And you know who you are. You know your mess. I know mine. Right? You know, you know who you are. And so you forfeited that right, right? All those years of dealing with supervisors and people and now you've said, you know what? and now I'm a plant ministry. You said, nobody in this role, and I quote, "Nobody in their right mind." <laughs> nobody in their right mind would start ministry at this age." Why? Because we know people. And we're we going to start and, and, and some of y'all have been around for me, you seen what was you've seen what this was? I would be lying if I said I didn't doubt. But like, Lord, you sure? pastor you sure. This, whoo, the gym not looking too bad right now. I'll go back to stacking up them chairs. That's fine with me. But Pastor say, God said. God said. So likewise, Paul wanted to make sure that his passion for the ministry couldn't get misconstrued, right? And so he didn't take his right. He didn't take what he deserved, um, which makes us focus on our text today, which is uh, self-discipline. Self-discipline or disqualification, you choose. Self-discipline or disqualification, you choose. Now, do I got to swipe to the right? Oh, I don't swipe too many times. It's just stuck here on this page. Amen. There we go. All right, so now as we, maybe you can help me out with my notes right here. It's not going there So I'm uh, because I studied, amen. So if we go back to self-discipline, right, <laughs> Self-discipline, um, or self-discipline, what did I say earlier? Y'all just make sure y'all listen. Disqualification, you choose. Self-discipline, disqualif- check, oh, disqualification, you choose. So what I like about this text and what, there were so many different ways that I could have approached this text. I was like, Lord, this is just so rich. This is so good. What do you want me to do? How am I going to, it's just so much. And he was like, slow down, son. I know you, I know how you get. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Uh, amen. So, um, let me put this disclaimer out there as well. Um, y'all don't understand the amount of distraction um, I, I faced during this sermon prep. Um, distraction is normal, right? You got a family, you got you know, friends, they, they, normally they distract you. You know, you're trying to do stuff. Hey, you want to go out? Like, no, 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 no. Like, no, I'm, I'm busy, right? But the amount of distraction during this preparation was uh, ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And not only that, I think it was because my senses were heightened because I was talking about self-discipline. So I think I recognize like, oh, distraction, right? Oh, this gotta be self-discipline. Like, oh, text, ma- no, 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 I'm not gonna check the text. Like I'm focused, right? Oh, no, I'm not hungry. I'm not gonna go to Wingstop, I, right? So Angela, she always, you gonna talk about Wingstop? So I had, no, I'm not gonna do that today. Like, right, so we just distracted. You'd be minding your business distracted. distract um, It's like, you, anybody got a computer? Everybody, anybody, you use a computer. I just wanna make sure, you know, sometimes you go to different places. Like, whoop, computer, what? So a computer, right? Sometimes if you don't have pop-up protection, you go to a website and like all the ads just pop up. That's how I felt my life. Like, click here, right? If you want a million dollars. Like, yeah, I want a million dollars. Like, why not? Like, who doesn't want a million dollars? Click here, right? You want to uh, fix your relationship. Like, I want a better relationship. Why, like, why not? Re- click here. You want to spice up your relationship. I like spicy. Amen, right? <laughs> <laughs> click here. You want a free car. Who doesn't want a free car? That's how, like, in this preparation, there were so many distractions. I was just like, what is going on, right? And, and, and some of you know what I'm talking about, right? You just, you're trying to do what you're supposed to do. Click here, right? And you're like, who wouldn't? Like, who want not Just click here and get a million dollars? Like, that's easy. Like, I'll click there. And then, of course, there's a catch, right? Just like when we get distracted from what God is calling us to do, right? And so we think right? So, if for example, I'll use food, for example, you're studying, now you're like, okay, I'm hungry, all right, so this is a normal thing, all right, Lord, this is normal, you've created me, the way the digestive system works at this particular time, now I'm hungry, so I'm going to go eat, then after you eat, right, so now you're like, oh, I'm, I, I ate now, I'm a little sleepy, I'm a little tired now, but I know I need to study, right, but I just ate, so, you know, Lord, help me, right? So, I want to self-discipline a disqualification. You choose. Self-discipline a disqualification. You choose. All I can say is that I believe that um, what this word is about today, like Satan didn't want y'all to hear. He didn't want me, like he didn't want me to finish. He's like, not nah, because if they get this, something's going to change within them. Like I don't want that to happen, right? So I want y'all to know I was... I was distracted, but I was back to it, like, uh uh-uh, I see what, ooh, you got me, you almost had me, right, I almost almost lost it there, all right, so our text today, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 to 27 says this, do you not know that in a race, all runners run, but only one gets the prize, run in such a way to get the prize, Amen? Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training, and they do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a, that, uh, to get it, to get a crown that will last forever. So, so don't you know, right? Don't you know that in a race, all runners run, but only one gets the prize. Run in such a way to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a body to my blow. I strike a blow to my body and make it a slave. I strike a what? Hey, okay, we we awake, all right? Strike a blow to my body and make it my slave, so that what? After I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified from the prize. Ooh, Lord, I don't understand. Y'all don't understand right here. Like, this text right here, this right here, this word right here, this word right here had me in my feelings. Pastor, I was like, ooh, this right here? Oh, I don't know if I can handle it, Lord. Like, I see I'm already convicted. I just got to the first verse. Don't you know you're a race? What? I'm running? Oh, Lord, I'm telling you, like, this text right here was so good. Self-discipline or disqualification, you choose start with this quote. It says, when someone says, I can't change, that means there is a part of them that wants to, but the payout for their present behavior outweighs the outcome of change behavior or their fear of change is too great. Somebody says, I can't change. It's not that they can't change. It's just that what they're currently doing, right? They can't see past what they're currently doing. They can't see past, so in, in our lives, there's times where uh, and we'll, we'll use the, the infamous losing weight." I just can't lose weight. I just can't, because these bomb bombs are just too good. <laughs> this wing stop is just too good. right? This chick-fil-a is just too good. right? Even if you're a vegetarian, right? Yeah, the, the, the spinach is just too good. right? <laughs> So in our lives, we have to understand, we have to understand this. Self-discipline, being a Christian, we have, it requires us to be self-disciplined. It, it, it is a requirement. In order for us to run this race and to do what God has called us to do, we have to be self-disciplined. And so that quote, look at this quote one more time. When it's, I can't change. It's not that. It's just that what you're currently doing, you can't see past your current circumstances because of your spiritual lenses are not adjusted right. You don't see the outcome. So it's just like, you know what? No, I can't. I would change, you know, my financial situation. I would. But it's just I don't like spending money. I would like to save to my baby. What was it? Baby step one. Some of y'all who took the financial peace class. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I would like to get to my th- first thousand dollars, but, but Macy's just had a sale. And Macy's use expenses, so when I got a sale, I gotta go, <laughs> right? Because I don't, I don't usually shop at Macy's, I'm just gonna be honest with y'all, I've been, been shopping at Macy's now, hanging out with Donnell, and I, so we, got, we got different budgets. We on a different budget, I'm like, ooh, this is, I'll be back next spring, because <laughs> let me get the fall <laughs> collection in the spring, because I can't afford this right here. So understanding, it's not a matter that I can't change, it's just a matter I won't. just a matter if I won't. And so we look at self-discipline. What does it say? Self-discipline. The ability to control one's body and emotions in order to accomplish something. Uh, The ability to to pursue what one thinks is right despite the temptation to abandon it. The ability to control one's body and emotions in order to accomplish something. Self-discipline. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 6, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. Paul denied himself for the sake of the gospel. Paul denied himself for the sake of others. So when we talk about being in this race, right, don't you know that all of you are in a race right now? And sometimes when you are are in a race, and understanding that you are in a race, there's some things that you're going to have to forfeit, things that you're going to have to give up in order to win the race, right? There was a, a person who said, uh, who was training to be a boxer, and he said, "How co- I want to drink, I want to party. How come I can't do that? Talking to his trainer, and his trainer said, it's not that you can't. You can, you're just going to get knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> you can go out there and party all you want, drink all you want. Just when you get KO'd, it ain't my fault as you're because I'm trying to give you the discipline, right? It takes discipline, right? Self-discipline in order to accomplish these things. So when we understand that we're in this race and we're running, it's going to require discipline. Self-discipline. Do we demonstrate self-discipline like Paul? Paul understood that he was in this race and he said, that everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Meaning what? I can do anything that I want. I'm grown. But guess what? Everything doesn't benefit me. So some of your relationships, some of the things that you're doing, some of the things that I do, it's not that or that I don't do. It's not because I don't want to. It just doesn't benefit me. And sometimes we get so caught up in the relationship, the person, that we don't realize that, hey, it's about me and the understanding that this is not good for me right? So I was listening to a pastor who said, on a freeway, if you're headed somewhere and you see all these nice exits with foods and shopping centers and, you know, but you're headed somewhere, it's not that the exits are bad, they're just not good for you. Because understanding like, oh, that looks like a nice exit, but you're headed somewhere. As Christians, all of us, we're in a race and we're running, we're headed somewhere. So some of the exits, temptation, Right, Macy's. Right, him or her. He got you know. You know who I'm talking about. Right, they're just not good for us because they're going to destroy. You ever seen a a race? When people are racing, they're not looking to the left or to the right. They're looking straight ahead because if you look into the right or to the left while you're running. There's probably a chance that you're going to trip or fall, or you're going to get into somebody else's lane, or you might just stop, because you get so distracted, you just stop. So, some of y'all ever been that just distracted, right? I know I have, where I was running, and then, wait a minute. I, I never thought, right? You in a race, Nathan, what are you doing? Wake up. Oh, you, you're right. All right, coach, back in here. Some of us in our lives, we get distracted. So understanding that God has called us, so catch this right here, vision plus purpose equals discipline. Vision plus purpose equals discipline. All right, so I I want y'all to catch this. This It's very important. Vision plus purpose equals what? All All right, are we all awake? Paul's vision that he received from God through the Holy Spirit revealed his purpose, what? Which was to preach. Amen? Catch this. Remember Paul, a.k.a. Saul, Thought he was walking in God's purpose. Remember this his vision prior to meeting Christ was killing Christians. But then he met Jesus and everything changed. Let's use our empathy skills for a minute. Put ourselves in Paul's shoes. Paul was once running passionately, vigorously, right? Aggressively toward killing Christians. He was in a race he was running. So remember, vision plus purpose equals discipline. So his vision and his purpose was like, these Christians are not, right? They are not telling the truth. They're lying. They're offending the true God. And so he was so caught up in this and he believed it that he was killing and persecuting Christians for their faith. This is the same Paul that after he met Jesus and Jesus revealed to him, right, his vision and the purpose, and said, Why do you persecute me? Gave him another vision and then realized that, oh, wait, I've, I got it all wrong. I've had it all wrong. So then he had a new vision and his purpose was to preach the gospel of Christ, right? So now he became disciplined right? Throwing off things that once hindered, whether it was his culture, right? His family, his friends. He threw these things off because of the vision God had gave him. So in our lives, there's things that God is going to give you, right? That may call you to, cause you to lose some relationships. Does it hurt? Yeah. Does it feel good? No. But it's necessary, Paul understood, right? So just, again, use the empathy. Put yourself in Paul's shoes. I was once killing and murdering these Christians, and now God is telling me he's given me another chance to get it right. Think about this. God has given all of us another chance to get it right. So now he's given us a new vision, a new purpose. And so that requires discipline. Because there's certain things as believers just as Christ's followers, we can't do. I'm going to be honest, you know. You know, Gene knows me, knows me a, a little bit better than anybody in here. And long, long time ago, long time ago, long time ago, there was uh, some situations that arose in my life that required discipline. You know, talking about some young ladies, long time ago, long, long time ago, long time ago, long time ago. You know, you get a message Hey, what you doing? Uh, 10:30, about to go to sleep. You want to go kick it? Kick it. <laughs> 10:30, so, 11 o'clock. Kick what? <laughs> in our lives, right? So now, let me be. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I'm like, <laughs> judge, lest ye be judged. Amen. So, um, in our lives, there's going to be things that we want to do. But because of the vision and the purpose God has given us, it requires discipline. So there was a message that I wanted to respond to long, long time ago. Long time ago that I couldn't because my vision and my purpose had been changed. Amen? So in your life, there's things that you are going to want to do. Trust me. It might be, for some of y'all, we understand, look at the living condition, things are changing. For some of you, you might be fudging numbers on your taxes. You know what? Oh, 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 right? I'm hitting home now, right? I've been there, my mom was like, son, didn't you uh, give me that, uh, <laughs> didn't, we, didn't we, last year, didn't we, <laughs> what, what, what you talking about, mom? Then we purchased a, uh, a boat? <laughs> what, what? <laughs> it was a, it was a boat for personal, like we was fishing for the Lord, remember? No. So in our lives, right, there, and it's that temptation, is subtle, you know, you like, and in your mind you start justifying why you can lie on your taxes? Well, first of all, they're taking too much money anyway. I'm out here working hard. This is, this is, the Lord put me here, and he, if it were, he, the, the tax person wouldn't have asked me. Wouldn't have gave me the opportunity to lie. If, the, if right, you start lying and just lying. Instead so of justify, we just aligned. We tell ourselves, we justify to ourselves why we can do things that we shouldn't be doing. Well, if Lord didn't want me here having sex, He wouldn't have made me sexual. <laughs> Vision plus purpose equals discipline, and that's what, uh, And I get it. For some of us, we don't understand. When I was young, I didn't understand to a certain extent. And I started going to classes and take, going to ministry. We talk about sexual, uh, you know, what what godly sexual relationship looks like. I had vision plus purpose. It was a new perspective. I understood that my body was a temple, and I can't be just giving my body away, because this is sacred. Amen. So, young people, this is sacred. You don't just give this away. Everybody can't have this. Amen. Because this is a temple of God. So I used to, right, and the world gonna look at you funny, like, "Well, you ain't gonna have." I remember. I, as an adult, somebody asked me, how many people you have know, been around? I'm like, first of all, it's none of your business, but, right, when I shared, they was like, oh my God, you only, wh- what? So, that lets me know that the world is perverted and they're going to make you feel uncomfortable because you're doing what God has called you to do, right? So, you, you retired and you're going to plant a church? What's wrong with you? You're going to deal with people? What's wrong with you? Because God has given me this vision plus my purpose, which is required discipline. Amen? I got to keep moving. I got to keep moving. So, remember Paul, remember vision plus pur- uh, purpose equals discipline, and understanding this reveals why Paul was running with such emotion. So that's why he says, "Do you not know that in a race all runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way to get the prize." Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. Understand this. Strict training. What does that mean? Strict you understand what strict means. That means you got to be disciplined. You can't do what everybody else is doing. But I want to. God, you know, God is just giving me these opportunities to do this. Guess what? It's not beneficial for you in the long run. There are certain things, right? I didn't understand that, the, you know, when it came to certain temptations that I was faced with as a young person, that those things would stay with me until now for the rest of my life. So sometimes we make decis- temporary decisions and not realizing that they have a lasting effect. Or a lifetime effect. I heard somebody say that, you know, it's easy, right, to, to make little, you know, quick decisions, but it's hard. It's hard to forget. It's hard to overcome. So some things, so Paul guess Paul, now we see this passion because remember, he, I know he remembered, I used to murder. I used to be a killer. Think about this. I used to be a killer. Like, I don't think that it resonates with us. Paul used to be a killer, Right? So he walking around with people, people like, ain't ain't that that Paul? That's Saul right there. Like, he used to kill people. So I don't think we understand that we read it like, oh, Paul Saul, God changed his life. That's good. That's, That's good for him. But what about me? So if he could change a killer, I don't know if we got any killers in the building, but amen. If he can change a killer, he can change your life. But I've always been this way in my life. I've always struggled with this. I've always wrestled with this. And I get it. I'm right there with you. But God has said, Nathan, if you want to change, it's right there because I've given you the Holy Spirit. I've given you the Holy Spirit. And so as we start thinking about this, uh, we think about the end. He says that, verse 27, no, I strike a blow to my body and make it a slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified from the prize. So thinking about all of us who are in this, in this building, all of us who are in ministry, all of us who are serving God, and we're telling people how awesome and mighty and loving God is, how much of a shame would it be for us to be disqualified? And we know how great and wonderful God is. You know, I heard in the Olympics, there's just one and done. When you're a track and field, it's one and done. You're up there, 40 yard dash, and if you go before that gun fires off, guess what? You're disqualified. But 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 it, it was an accident. <laughs> you, you disqualified. <laughs> but I, I wasn't ready. You disqualified. But give me one more chance. You're disqualified. So in our lives, sometimes we don't think about that. Lord, because your grace, because your grace runs deep, so I got another chance. You're gonna give me another chance. Son, you've been disqualified. Daughter, you've been disqualified. So just imagine you get disqualified, you know how great and wonderful and marvelous marvelous God is, and then only to become disqualified. So Paul says that I run in such a way, I have discipline, and I beat my body and make it my slave because I understand that I don't want to be disqualified. So that's why I run with such passion, right? Because I understand what God has done, and he's so great that he gave me another chance, right? Because I used to be a killer. Now I'm given life. Think about this. I I went from taking life to giving life. How many of you, God went from, I mean, you have Paul who went from taking lives to giving new life, giving eternal life. So as we come to a close, self-mastery is key. Have you conquered yourself? Have you conquered yourself? I don't want you to be disqualified. Paul doesn't want you to be disqualified. God doesn't want you to be disqualified. That's why he sent his son to die for your sins, because he didn't want you to be disqualified. Because he knew that, guess what? No matter how much you tried, no matter how much you practiced, no matter how much you worked, you was going to come up short. So he sent not only his son to die for our sins, but then we have the Holy Spirit, who is our personal trainer, who helps us with our vision and our purpose, which gives us self-discipline, right? Because he guides, he comforts, he intercedes, right? Then we talk about the Holy Spirit. He convicts and disciplines, right? He controls the believer who yields, who uh, allows God and his word to come into our lives. Gives us victory over sin, the Holy Spirit, our personal trainer. So now when I'm out there, you know, sparring now. See, I couldn't do this two weeks ago because my asthma was bothering me. But now God gave me a new light. So now, right, I can, I can, I can bob and weave because the Holy Spirit, and I'm not practicing just for fun because there's real demons out there. It's real evil spirits out there that's trying to destroy your life. There's real demonic forces that do want to see you dead, that want to hinder you. So now you get the Holy Spirit, he's like, come on now, one more sit up, right? But I can't do one more because I'm preparing you for that storm because sometimes it's going to get dark. But if you practice right now, right, if you're training right now, Paul was competing, he understood, I'm training right now because when that day does come, right, when he got locked up, when he got locked up, he said, it doesn't matter. You can't hold my word. This jail cell can't contain God's word. And what you've really done is advance the gospel because I'm still preaching. I'm still teaching. I'm still reaching because God, right, was working through me. So in our lives, vision plus purpose equals discipline. And understand this, God has called you all. God has called you all to win the race. So I challenge you from here on out to run To run, not aimlessly, not like you don't know where you're going. We have an ultimate destination. And guess what? It's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. There's going to be times where you feel like giving up. But God, the Holy Spirit is inside of you. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is inside of you. So that's why people ask me, well, how do you do? Because I know what God has done. And I'm going to close with this story. Um, I was in Palm Springs. And I was in my workshop, and we were closing out. We had a, uh, Me and Gene was doing this workshop on healing circles, bringing healing to the people. And there was a, a gentleman who participated in our workshop who I didn't know at the time was somebody who I need to know. Somebody that I should, I should shake hands with right? And so I was doing what i was supposed to do. Remember, I'm in a race. I'm running. God has called me to be I am impact. So God has called me to do this. So my vision and my purpose requires self-discipline. So I'm in there, and I'm doing my thing. And at the end, he says, hey, hey, man, we got to link up. We got to talk. I really believe in what you're doing here, right? And, and he says, guess what? And next year, we got a national conference coming up, right? And so I want you to come speak, and I sit on the board, and I'm going to make sure so, so submit your proposal, and it's taken care of. See, when you're in a race and you're just doing what God has called you to do, you don't have to worry about, right? Because God, God said, you know, Nathan, just keep, But look, I'm tired. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do this. I don't want to get up early. I don't want to, I don't, get up. People need you because my glory is inside of you. And I put you here to impact this world and people waiting on you. Don't deprive them of the opportunity of meeting me because you're lazy. Don't be disqualified. Amen. God bless y'all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.